Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Presented by T-Mobile, the official wireless partner of Odyssey Sports. With an awesome network and great savings, there's never been a better time to join T-Mobile. Visit your neighborhood store to make the switch today. How will she go for history? This is Dirt and Sprague. Off the screen. Boss drives. Look at the Euro crossing over and just launching off the left foot. With Andy Dirt Johnson and Brendan Sprague. Emily was talking about him during the first intermission. Break wide feed. Here's a drive to Landria. Last one in scores. Tied to Landria with a rocket. And that is eight for Dallas. Dirt and Sprague on 1080, The Fan. All right, 602 in the Rose City. Time for Dirt and Sprague on Portland's Sports Leader, 1080, The Fan. Okay, not working. What's going on? Drops page not working. Confirm. Why is the drops page not working? Because it's 6 a.m. and nothing works until 7.45. I was going to say, your hotkey is on. Yeah, it's not even, it won't click anything. We're good on the board. All right, hold on. Where is it? What? What's the page called? I'll do it. It's It's just the hype horn. On the rejoiners. On the rejoiners. It's going to be a big dud now. No, I think this is great radio. Yeah. This is going to nail, we're going to nail this. Once it's I find it. Kind of sums up the last. Hey, there we go. Yay. <laughs> I'm glad you have access to it and I don't. We nailed that, dude. I can't click, I can't click anything. Well, if that was you. No. That wasn't you? No. All right, well, we have a drops page issue because I didn't <laughs> click anything. Happy Friday. How we doing? Hey, dude, Friday. I love Friday. It's good. You? Yeah. yeah. I'm running on fumes right now, but it's okay. What does that mean? Well, after our show, I uh, got called in uh, for an emergency subbing situation. So I went in and I taught kindergarten. Yeah. Got a little puked on. No okay. big deal. And then uh, I worked. I worked the pilots game. Oh, there you go. Did they win or lose? Dude, it, it was. I, Please you need tell to me re- they got. You need to reach out to Swag. It really. I felt bad. He it, said they might win both games. They they should have. They were up by double digits in the second half, and Yeesh. then I, it they it was like it? a seven minute oh scoring drought. It was it was a bummer. It was a bummer. But you know what? They're playing Pepperdine on Saturday, and I think that's a game they can win. We'll see. They're not a very good team, though. Will. Hey, you know what? All that matters is if you win in March in the tournament. They they you... they won't make the tournament. They're like 
No, 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 no. They're, They're the... going to make the WCC tournament. Uh, they have to. If you get eliminated in the first game, did you make it? Well, that's like saying, did you make the playoffs if you get eliminated in the first round? Yeah, you kind of yeah. did. Hang the banner. Okay, give me. I'll, I'll give you this. If you get eliminated in the play-in for the NCAA tournament, did you make the tournament? No, because that doesn't count. That's a play-in. But if you get eliminated as like a 16 seed, but you are in the tournament. Sure, sure. A one beats you. We have drop page issues because I didn't hit that. I I haven't clicked anything. Didn't click it. All my drops are going off now. Didn't click it. Yep. Uh, don't worry. I took I took it all all down. It'd be really nice if we you know figured out that the radio station has to be operating at 6 a.m. and somehow that's not happened in the last two years. Yeah, dude. I don't know. Um, there's cutting out issues too, is what I'm hearing. But um, that's great. Why would we need to be live and on the air everywhere? Well, you know what? I I think this is going off great because... I, I don't. I, I've been dealing with this for two years now. Well, like, see, here's my thing, Nothing though. works for the first hour of the show, ever. Whenever I am in and I'm filling in, all I ever do is look for, is it my fault? Am I the reason why we are off? No, this happens when Swag's here. This happens when Schultz is here. It doesn't matter who it is. See, then I'm okay. Yeah, it's not. Hey, I wouldn't blame my, you anyway. Is it my fault? No, then I'm good. Oh, well, you're better than uh, the two old guys from three to seven. Anything that goes slightly wrong, I'm getting blamed. Really? They throw you under the bus? Well, I think it's funnier for them that way. They know. Uh, they know I squirm a little bit. You get nervous? I get a little bit. I get a little bit of Swigard in me. Why? Just, wait, wait, wait. What do, what do you think that means? Well, I've been you told. You think that guy squirms? You think that guy cares? I've been told he gets a little nervous when stuff goes a little sideways. No, he gets pissed. Oh, he, see, I don't get mad. I get I start freaking out trying to figure out if it's my fault and then how do I cover my ass. I'm trying to remember in my life. I've worked a lot of jobs. I'm trying to remember a job where every day I did my job, the first hour of my shift, mm-hmm. prevented me from doing my job exactly how I'd like to do it. Ooh. I don't think I can come up with one. And I've worked in some I've worked in some jobs, man. Roofing, janitor. Uh I've done roofing. Ice cream. I'm trying to think what else I've done. Dishwasher. Yeah, all those things that I've had to use to do those jobs have worked when I started. Whereas this one for two years now, from about six no, more like five fifteen to about seven oh eight. It just it's a crapshoot. It's a it's a it's a flip of the coin if it's gonna work or not. That's what we've been dealing with. An Odyssey station. I would play the thing, but yeah. I, I'm yeah. afraid I'm not putting the drop keys up. I'm not I'm not doing oh, it. Oh yeah, take it off. I, I don't I don't trust anything. They're down right now. I'm not I can fire anything else I want from like a player or I, something. But well, I don't even know why those went off. I didn't click anything. I, I clicked the first horn. Everything after that I clicked it twice, but nothing, nothing. was clicked. Right. You know what I mean? Well, you know what? This is Skynet taking over. They want control, and we gave in by giving AI a thing. Like, we should never have allowed AI to be a thing. And mm. now it's a thing, and the robots are going to take over, except they won't take over me. Well, once you once you open up the internet, you can't put it back. Yeah, you can. Mm. Once you put what evidence stuff do you have on the internet. What evidence do you have of that? Have you seen, uh, well, never mind. <laughs> what, a movie? No, no. Well, didn't um, Taylor Swift get a lot of stuff taken down? There's no more of those AI pictures of her anymore. Uh, I mean, I think a lot of actors and actresses were trying to fight that stuff, but, I mean, it's still the internet. The internet's still up. 
You can't put it back. Yeah, but you can't find it. Uh, people can find. Wasn't things. there stuff that got scrubbed too? Like, hasn't Ravel taken stuff down? Or yeah, but the internet is still up. That's my point. You can't put the internet back. Well, yeah, but you can stop doing the AI stuff. You can get off the black web. Yeah, you can, but then it's going to go to the cloud. I don't understand the cloud. I've never understood the cloud either. I don't think anyone understands can the cloud. I, can it, I tell you something really stupid? Yeah. Anytime my phone's like, do you want to add this to your iCloud? I'm always like, no. No, 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 never. Don't memorize anything, please. I don't save any of the passwords. I will gladly retype the password every and, time. And, instead of hitting like, yes, for an auto save into the cloud. Right. Well, again, so a key part of my formative years, remember the cloud pictures that all the celebrities had that got leaked? Oh, yeah. That was 16. That's prime Will Ortner. Oh, okay. what's going on over here? I got to go check these out. Okay. Because it's a bunch of hots and pictures. Ever since then, I don't trust the cloud. Don't don't handle anything with the cloud. Don't do anything with the cloud. Yep, Stay yep. away from the cloud. Because if Jennifer Lawrence can get taken and her pictures can get found on the cloud, what chance does Will Ortner have of defeating the cloud? Well, I, I guess I would say you're not going to defeat the cloud, but would you? Would your? Would anybody want to go to your cloud? Jennifer Lawrence is Jennifer Lawrence. Would anybody go? Let's go to working Will out. Cloud. What are you trying to say over here? I've well, been working out. I'm, if this, you know, uh, golf threesome works out with Paige Spearnack and Tiger Woods, yeah, there might be a reason to go to my cloud. You don't know. You know what's funny is we talked about it yesterday. You say Spearnack, and that's just instantly in my brain. I'm like Spiranic. I know Spiranic. I, I think it's the Hawkinson accent. It, it rears its Hawkinson head. Hawkinson has time. an accent. That's what I claim anytime I say something wrong. That's a good Prove idea. me wrong. You don't know. You've never been to Hawkinson. My stepdad lived in Hawkinson. Okay, maybe you've been to Hawkinson. <laughs> I was there. We had to go to his house every other weekend. We probably did that for like four years he was in Hawkinson. No, oh, there you go. You go over to the Hawkinson market, go there, get a pizza. There was nothing to do in Hawkinson. Well, there's, there's a North and South Street and there's an East and West Street. Yeah, but when you live in Northeast Portland... And then you have to go to Hawkinson. It's a, you know, it should be the reverse. It's like, I'm Hawkinson. I'm now in Northeast Portland. You go the reverse and it's like devastating. I don't know. I always, I always find my way back to Hawkinson. I always find my way back. Well, you love Hawkinson. There's nothing wrong with that. It's rural. It's nice. I don't have to deal with uh, a bunch of stuff going on over there. Do we classify Hawkinson as rural just because of the population and land mass? Dude, like half of my friends had farms. I watched a kid ride a horse to school. If that's not rural, I don't know what is. I think I, when I think rural, though, when I think rural, I think like it takes me an hour to get out of town. Whereas, it takes like you twenty minutes. Yeah, I can get from Fourth Plane. I can go Fourth Plane and then just jet over one of the crossroads and drive up. Probably go for what 15, 20 minutes, and then I'm there. I live by the Vancouver Mall. It takes me twenty minutes. To get out there and subbing, depending okay. on lights and stuff like that. Okay. I would say that's pretty rural. I think if you're living in Hawkinson, Battleground, La Center, Woodland, not Ridgefield anymore. La Center, I'm with you. Be. Woodland for sure. I had a cousin live out in Woodland. Oh, yeah. You make the way out to Kalama, the house that Twilight built. Yeah. That's rural, dude. Yep, that's rural. I'm with you there. Hawkinson's rural. I think Hawkinson's borderline rural. Well, think about it this way. It takes you 20 minutes from either highway or either freeway, I-5 or 205, to get to Hawkinson. Yeah. That's rural. Camus okay. used to be rural, but then they blew up. Well, everybody moved out there. Right. They got these high school. They created a new high school, and they're mm-hmm. like, hey, we got to care about football. Let's go steal Central Catholic's coach. That's Union. Yeah, that's Not what I'm talking Camus. about. No, I know. Camus oh. has been around. Isn't the Union the one that they built up Yeah, but years that's, ev- years ago? that's Evergreen. 
What? So, that's a that's Evergreen School District. Mm. Union is? Yeah, Camus only oh. has one high school. Ah, gotcha. Yeah, there's a it's really it's funny. It, maybe it's only funny to me. They have a line. So right where Union is built, it's right next to the Evergreen Camus border. And Camus has flags that fly from the light post right at the end of Union High School. Right at the line? Yeah, they're right on the line. Okay. It's very it's funny to me. Probably to no one else. You didn't laugh, so I assume it's not funny to you. I don't think it's funny at all. No. I, I find it I find it great. It's it's petty. It would be like if Corvallis and Autzen were or in Springfield, Eugene area were right next to each other. Yeah. Right where Autzen was, there was an Oregon State flag. I think that'd be funny. North Carolina Duke could do something like that. I think they're separated by eight miles or something, the campuses. Oh yeah? Yeah, Chapel and uh, Durham. Yeah, they should do that. I think Quinnipiac and Yale have that too. Yeah. I'd I'd be okay with that. Celebrate the line. I I think we need more stuff like real close. Like if the Washington border just started flying the Washington state flag right in the face of the Oregon side, I think that'd be great. I'm always interested when it says "Welcome to Washington" on my on my maps versus "I'm still in Oregon." It's always at a random point over the river where they're like, "Hey, now you're in Washington." Mm -hmm. Okay, I don't know how you where did you cut the line at in the river. Yeah, it's also like the river is mostly Oregon, but parts of it are Washington. Yeah, it's so weird. I feel like the river should just be kind of like a neutral zone. I kind of agree with that, They yeah. both control it. Yes, I agree with that. 50-50. Yeah. Kind of like how we should team up and build a bridge. A- uh, another one? Another one, yeah. I'm all for that. I was big on one in Gresham. Yeah. Because that would have gotten me to Camus, and then I wouldn't have had to deal with traffic when I was coming back from school. It'd be really nice. Uh, I don't know what the first segment was, but it was all over the place, and that was neither of our faults because our computer doesn't work. It was a hodgepodge. It was a hodgepodge, yeah. But that's okay. Yeah, it is okay. It's a Friday, Will. It's a Friday. We're already mailing it in. I'm feeling. I'm not mailing it in. We got a lot to get to today. Bill Orm's going to join us at 830 for the first time in show history. Sprague and Line is getting moved. Whoa. Yeah. Big news. Massive news. Doesn't happen. Sprague and Lion going to 7.30. Bill Orem of the Oregonian is going to join us at 8.30. Mm -hmm. At 8, we'll talk with Brady Henderson. Covers the Seattle Seahawks for ESPN.com. Just kind of get a rundown of where everything is. Now that everything's settled with the Seattle Seahawks, new coaching staff, new identity, new philosophies. They picked up Geno's contract, or they're going to. How he feels, or how he not feels, but how he kind of examines Everything Seattle has done. He'll join us at 8. We got a loaded show. There's a lot to get to. I want to start with something big that happened yesterday. It took over the internet, and I find myself not caring so much. But I know you did, Will. So we'll start there. Dirt and Spray, good to be with you on this Friday on The Fan. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink... What you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever. Or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai. There's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy celebrity interviews, or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. 
It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. This is Dirt and Sprague on 1080 The Fan. Well, I'd like to apologize. Uh, We're cutting out on the radio side of things, so I'm sorry about that. I don't know what to do or how to fix it. Uh, Will can't control that either. That's not us. That's whatever it is is whatever it is. Uh, I'd like to apologize to listeners for that. This happens from time to time in the 6 a.m. hour. It's inexcusable, and uh, I am sorry on our behalf as a station that that's happening. Hopefully it stops soon. Uh, We got history that was made last night. We will recap a Blazer first half that ended by getting an absolute beatdown at the at the hands of the T-Wolves. Uh, we'll go over that. Um, I want to start, though. So something came out yesterday on the Internet, and everybody lost their minds, including you. I saw your tweet on it. and I had Yeah, I think you and every red-blooded American not named Brandon Sprague lost their mind yesterday because EA finally sent out a trailer for their video game, the college oh. football yeah, look at you. Yeah, yeah you no, did I did. I thought you were talking about Tiger. No, I no. I thought we were going back to uh, the the threesome. No, no, I'm. I lost my mind. Tiger was one over. They'll start the second round of Riviera. I think he tees off at 11 a.m. Uh, EA finally sent out a like a what would you call this? It wasn't the full trailer that comes out in May, but it's teaser. like a like a teaser trailer. Yeah. EA sends it out for their college football game they're bringing back, and it comes out yesterday. Starts with just kind of a long you know, camera shot of the Rose Bowl, and everybody's losing their minds yesterday, and I hate to be the bummer Brandon, but as a guy with no video game system, I don't have an Xbox or a PlayStation, I've thought about getting one for this Grand Theft Auto game. (laughs) Whenever that comes out. Well, I think it's in 25 is when it leaked that they're going to release it, but Will, all I have is a Nintendo Switch, so I just play Mario-based games. I saw this yesterday. I felt nothing. And and I know I'm I'm in the very you know slim minority here, but I I gotta be honest. Growing up playing video games when I did, I I largely just played Madden or NBA games. I didn't play a whole lot of NCAA football. You didn't play NCAA football. This is my favorite game. Hand to God, I didn't. I know people were creating dynasty runs and trying to set up their programs and doing all of that. It I don't know why. Maybe it was because they didn't have names. All they did was like I mean, you could auto generate them, uh, or you could make them all yourself. Like they didn't have names, but you knew who DeAnthony Thomas was. You knew who Johnny Manziel. Yeah, was. but you know it's dumb. I don't know why, but it bothered me as a kid. They wouldn't just put the name, and I know obviously financially why they didn't. But I'd play Madden, and I knew I was using Mike Vick. Yeah, I, I had Madden. I knew I was using Eddie George. Right on right. NCAA football, it's like, hey. It's number six for Oregon, who's really fast, but it's not DeAnthony. It's number six. So I never really got into it, and I know Dirt's really heavy into it, and he probably lost his mind yesterday watching the trailer at home with Junior, but I kind of felt like a bummer, Brandon. I didn't tweet anything negative. I'm Mm -hmm. not even saying it's going to be a bad game. It It looked awesome from a graphic standpoint, right? but it just didn't hit me, I think, the way it hit you. Right. Well, that's my childhood, like... I remember growing up, staying up late with your buddies. Hey, let's make a created player. We're going to start him in high school, and we're going to start playing at 6 o'clock at night, and we're going to stay 
all the way up. We're going to pull an all-nighter. We're going to see how many touchdowns we can score. We're going to do this, do that. Then you'd put the guy into Madden, and you just create this big, long, fake football life. And that's what I loved doing growing up as a kid. So I think that's why it's always going to have this big love for it. I think the other thing about it, too, is the NCAA game seemed to be where they always tested the Madden stuff. Like, you would see something pop up in an NCAA game, and then two years later it would pop up in Madden, right? Like, NCAA was the original, you had the the speed bar, where if you ran and you held the accelerator down too long, it shows your guy you would get tired and yeah. you'd get fatigued. So you'd have this game where it would almost be like a proving ground and then put it into Madden, and then Madden would continue to improve. Now that you've seen NCAA go away, it feels like Madden hasn't improved, and whenever you talk to a video game person, which I'm not one, although I'm not going to lie, I did put in an offer to buy a PS4, yesterday after the trailer dropped i went out and did you really oh yeah dude i'm i'm so hyped i said i would come back to video games once this game was back i held on to to be a consensus will i held on to the ps3 all the way until like probably my junior year of college when it finally crapped out it was just to play ncaa football i love ncaa football but when you see the decline in madden it's about the same time as this ncaa game went away the game was perfect. It was beautiful. And it was it was fake enough to where like you could make a throw where your guy is sprinting one way, crossed his body, chucking it 50 yards deep for a touchdown with Johnny Manziel. But it was real enough to where you had to have some strategy of how do I cut? When do I use my juke move? Sure. When do I truck stick someone? It was just the perfect game. And it, it went away. And everyone's just been clamoring for it ever since. Do you think they're going to be able to capture... I mean, I guess they can. They do this with other sports games now where they give real-time update to stats when you're actually playing the game and the season's happening. I'm curious to watch how they handle the portal. Right. The coaching moves. Right. Now, I know everybody's going to – most people, I would imagine, that play that game, Will, are getting into, like, building program mode, right? So mm-hmm. if you choose Oregon State – or Oregon, or Washington, or Washington State. Oh, if you're a real man, you start out with Army, Navy, Ball State. You start out low, and you build your career. You build your career That's up, also right? why it's fun, because you start off with these horrible teams, and you build. Like, when you play Madden... So you can't just pick a school and start it from where it is? You Yeah, you can totally do that, but that's not as fun as picking the Ball school. State, being an offensive coordinator, yeah. and then building your way up to a Power 5 head coach, right? Like, you can do those things in Madden... But at some point, like, the Jets can only get so crappy. The Browns can only suck sure. so bad. Sure. When you look at some of the bottom-tier UMass schools, you can join them, and it's like, I can make them great and pretend, like, look at what I've done. Imagine if you were an offensive coordinator at UMass and you made them win a national title. So you're more into the idea of playing that game because you want to pretend you're a coach. Yeah, sometimes. Okay. Sometimes I want to do a my player mode. But you want to be like, hey, I'm going to start myself as OC of the UMass Minutemen. Yes. And then I'm going to find my way to the SEC eventually where I will be the head coach of fill-in-the-blank program. Right. Interesting. It's fun. You can start out. It's Chip Kelly's career No, arc. I'm not saying it's not fun. I just Start at New Hampshire. I've been so – I haven't been anti-video game. I'll play like um, – I play these games on the Switch with my kids all the time, mm-hmm. but I haven't had like a legit system and played video games maybe since I was 14. So that's, a, I mean, I'm 37. Yeah. No, that's a long time. I mean, 23 years of not playing video games. And right. I say I'm going to buy one for GTA. This one looked good. It looked great. 
it seems fun. Mm-hmm. I don't know if I'm going to buy a system for it. Right. And I would say you and I are similar. Now, I didn't stop at 14, but in my house, we had a PS4, but that was really my brother's, so I didn't really play it. Right? So right around 15, 16, I played my, my Boy, NCAA. that's respectful of you, by the way. My brother and me, we didn't care whose was what. We did it anyway. Oh, no, nah, no. Well. I'm again not a big video game guy. Yeah, I was more uh, like, well, unfortunately, sports radio and listening to 1080 The Fan all the time. That's what I was doing. I was also, uh, you know, doing other stuff. But anyways, I think that you have a lot of guys who love this game and they remember it. Who are my age, where it's like that's your formative years. That's when you know your middle school, high school. You remember hanging out. Dudes rock moments, hanging out with the boys, going out, getting a pizza, Mountain Dew, staying up way too late, playing video games the whole time. And this is like kind of a nostalgia piece that brings it back. It also has the joy of it went away before it got crappy. If Madden went away tomorrow, people would be upset, but then people would go, well, it kind of got you know, the gameplay wasn't as good. There were all these glitches. There was this. But EA makes Madden. Doesn't that make you nervous about this? If Madden's going away you because can't it's mess, not as great. You, you can't mess this up, though, because it, it's like pizza, and it's finally returning for the first time in 11 Ooh, years. Ooh, I disagree. If your last memory of pizza is an amazing pizza, and then you don't make pizza for 11 years, and then you make a pizza, is it exactly how it was that you remember it? So you're a glass-half-empty guy. I'm glass-half-full. No, I'm just, they I'm can't just, mess this up. You're literally telling me the company that makes Madden has fallen off on Madden. Right. While also being geeked about that same company making a game they haven't made in 11 years. It's also different makers, and they've also spent two years making this game. I know. Madden, for, they have to pump that thing out every nine months or and, whatever it And is. for a long time, Will, it felt like they weren't going to make it, and then finally they hit us with that mini teaser. Mm. Uh, it's not just your age either. Dirt's older than you by a decent amount. It was like when you were in middle school and high school, Dirt was in high school, college, right. obsessing over that game. Which is funny, middle schoolers and college kids, both equally obsessed it's, with that game at the It's moment. the same. The only difference yeah. is the middle school kids can't talk to girls. The college kids choose not to. Yeah, they're choosing not to be with girls to play that video game. You just could the choice is made for exactly. them. Exactly. I could not do it. Uh, history was made last night in sports. Let's talk about that coming up next. Uh, I want to get to some jealousy I have. And the Blazers' first half of their season is done. So we'll recap that going into All-Star Week and Dirt Sprague back with history being made on The Fan. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Hey everyone, Boomer Esiason here. The NFL Draft is behind us and your favorite team is now gearing up for week number one. The free Odyssey app puts you right in the middle of the pro football conversation with the biggest sports radio stations from across the country. The local voices who know your team the best, giving you their unfiltered takes on the current state of your squad. It's always football season right here on the free Odyssey app. This is Dirt and Sprague on 1080 The Fan. Welcome back in, Dirt and Sprague with you. 635 on Portland Sports Leader 1080 The Fan. 
Uh, Will Ortner in for swag. He'll be back on Monday. He's calling the Pilots game on the road trip in SoCal. You guys are doing a show on Monday? Uh, Tuesday, that's right. We don't have a show on Monday. We observe President's Day. We like to look at the presidents. We like to celebrate all the guys that wore wigs. And now the guys that wear makeup. Well, I don't think the one guy wore wigs. Which guy? Well, I was always taught in school that you get President's Day off for Abraham Lincoln and George Washington. No, yeah, I'm just talking about the Washington era. They were wearing wigs. Well, yeah. yeah. Oh, okay. In those photos. I was going to say, I was like, Abraham Lincoln wasn't wearing a wig, I don't think. No. No, he wasn't. But we'll be back on Tuesday. Swag will be back. Will, love having you in and filling in for Swag here for a couple days. Uh, I'm going to talk about being a little jealous and also saying out loud, I didn't think I'd feel sorry for this athlete at this point, but here we are. I'm kind of feeling sorry for this athlete. I'll tell you who that is. Uh, last night, though, Will, we had history made. History was being made. Everybody knew that it was uh, right there for the taking, and that was uh, Caitlin Clark, who has been a gem of an athlete to watch at Iowa in her career, uh, obviously a big bucket getter. Played Michigan on the Peacock Network last night and had this moment uh, for her career in college. Recovered by Gabby Marshall. Here comes Clark. How will she go for history? The all-time leading scorer in women's college basketball. So she didn't need very many points to break Kelsey Plum's record of Washington. And she did it from the logo early in the first quarter when it was like six to five. She breaks this record with, of course, a long three ball. And now she is the all-time leading women's basketball scorer. She's only about 100 points behind Will. Pete Maravich. for the men's? Well, he's the all-time in general, but he's the men's. Yeah, she's about 100 points behind with the remaining schedule. This is from Kevin Pelton. She averages 32.7 points per game. If she uh, she would need four more games to pass Maravich, potentially putting the record on site for their senior day game, Ohio State, on March 2nd in the regular season finale. Ooh, and that's big time because Ohio State was where you had Shovegate. Yes. When they stormed the court and the lady yes, destroyed the- her with the elbow or maybe she just kind of. She flopped. ran into she her flopped. and Caitlin flopped. Yeah, she flopped. We got the we got the camera angle. It's we got, okay. We got all the alternate angles. Uh, but no, she scores 49 last night against Michigan. She scored and assisted Bum. on 79 points. Bum. MJ would have got 50. Unbelievable. Yeah, MJ. Bum. Tarasi would have got 88. <laughs> Who's the GOAT of women's, of women's basketball? Oh, that's a good question. Are you going to start having that argument now? I mean, you could you could probably make a case for a lot of players. I think it's Tarasi. Tarasi. Well, yeah. I mean, you could. I'm a I'm a superb man myself. Are you? Yeah. I don't know. UConn legends. You can just like pick someone. I feel like. Oh, I don't. I, yeah, I don't know if there's a. I mean, Cheryl Cooper. Right. The, the first player drafted in WNBA history. Was she the one who dropped a hundred? Uh, and then a US, USC game. Who am I? I'm thinking of Miller. I'm thinking. Oh, of you're Reggie's thinking sister. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, Cheryl. Cheryl, Cheryl Miller. Miller. Yeah, thank yeah. you. Okay. Uh, I don't know who the goat in women's basketball is. Subjective thing, but Caitlin Clark. I mean, she moves eyeballs. She gets people to go to games. Like every game she's at on the road, mm-hmm. they have massive lines out the door. If right. you told me she was coming to Moda for the women's tournament when they have it this year. And not that they're going to because Iowa's probably going to get a very favorable venue where their fans can get closer. Right. But if they were, 
I would love to see how full the Moda Center gets to watch your game. I think it'd be more full than a Blazer game because right now. Oh, at this point, for sure. Yeah. I remember when Sabrina Ionescu was at Oregon and I thought there will never be that kind of fever around a, a women's basketball player to the extent that Sabrina had. Right. Like I remember Brittany Griner. There was a. Everyone wanted to go see Britney, but they wanted to see Britney because Britney could dunk. And that was the only reason. She was reason. tall. She dunked. Yeah. Right. Like, she could do these things. She had but, a little Lisa Leslie about her. Right. But with Sabrina, it she couldn't dunk. It was her skill and ability on the court. Not that Britney Griner wasn't good. Obviously, she's had a long pl- professional career. But with Sabrina, it was, look at what she can do. She can make all the passes. She'll go in and fight for rebounds. She can hit all the shots. It feels like Clark has taken that to the next level. And that's great for women's sports because people are talking about her ability on the court as opposed to, oh, hey, they're really Instagram famous because they're an Instagram hot or they are freakishly tall and can make a freakish play in women's sports that no one really has been able to do aside from a handful of, of women. Right? I was I was wondering yesterday because I was trying to think of like comps for her pro career. Mm-hmm. Indiana has the number one pick in the draft for the WNBA. Mm. And, you know, you think of a Caitlin Clark going to an Indiana will. I, I don't know if there's a better match made in heaven than that. Right. But. I was wondering, like, is she a Jimmer Fredette or is she a Steph Curry? Is she mm. college great but not as pro great, or is she college great and pro great? I think she's both. I think she's going to have a massive target on her back once the league starts next year and she's in it. Right. Well, here's the thing, though, because when you look at Jimmer Fredette, Jimmer Fredette was doing all that stuff at BYU when yeah. BYU wasn't in a great conference. The minute that he played— But he was still getting—he was pulling up from logos, and, too, man. He and was, he was amazing. Getting, and he was getting buckets. Yeah. But the minute that he played against athletes, true athletes— Jimmer couldn't do much because he turned into a Kyle Korver type where he needs to be a spot-up shooter. When you look at Caitlin, Caitlin Clark, she's doing it against the best of everybody. I mean, even when they lost to LSU, that wasn't because she performed poorly. It was because LSU well, played LSU was stacked. that well. Yeah, right. zero in on her. So, to me, I think Caitlin Clark's as real as it gets. But it's great for women's basketball because, again, you are getting more and more players that are getting more and more shine. I mean, like I said, I thought Sabrina was the top. In my mind, when Sabrina was in college, I was in college too, and I knew who she was, and I was tuning into games. And not just myself because I'm a little bit of a sports junkie, and I'll turn on sports before I even turn on network TV. Sure. But I had roommates in college that don't even like basketball. Yeah. They would tune in to watch her. Caitlin Clark has taken that and raised the bar even more because now you're getting streamed games. That was a and Peacock people game last are night. Are paying to watch those streamed games for Caitlin Clark? She might be the most famous person in college basketball right now. Oh, I don't think it's a debate. Who's the best player in college basketball this year for the men? Oh, you, you wouldn't even. You like, don't know it, right? You, even hey, know. you don't know it, right? Right. I don't either. It's probably the Colorado kid, maybe. I, okay, and I know that Cody, because was it Cody Danny, Williams. Yeah, and I know that because Danny talks about him because the Blazers are scouting him. That's why Danny knows about. And that's not to right. say that Danny wouldn't know the name. I'm right. just saying, like that's there's a tie there, at least in the women's game. And this is what I think. I think the women's college basketball. This is very similar to me, Will, as mm-hmm. soccer. Yeah, USA men's soccer is always a constant flopping disappointment. USA women's soccer is constantly competing, if not winning the World Cup. Right. And you're not seeing them waste time by flailing on the floor 
or on the field, they're out there getting it done. Women's hoops is very similar to that. You know the names. Mm-hmm. It's high level. They're there for wa- four years. Yes, and I'll admit, like, having daughters has changed for me tremendously. Girl but dad. also having, yeah, hashtag girl dad, but also having players like Caitlin Clark. Yeah. I mean, holy crap. I said yesterday, and it's true, they've got more viewers for her games than, like, almost all the NBA games. Right. It's 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 nuts what she has created just as an economy within that sport. And then you add the LSUs, mm-hmm. the South Carolinas, UConn. You got powerhouses. I'm I'm genuinely excited to see the tournament this year for the women's because I think it's I think it's far, far better than the men's tournament. I really do. Yeah, because like when you watch the men's tournament, you watch it for the chaos. I feel like the women's tournament kind of turns into more of what I heard. It's gladiators against each other is what it's going to be. And that's what 90s college basketball was because people stayed until they were juniors or seniors. Now with the one and done, I get it. I would leave too. Or, you know, you can do the Scoot Henderson route where you go right into the G League. And I totally get that. And I think that should be a part of the game for those people who don't want to go to college because college isn't for everybody, right? And if there's an avenue for them to make it professionally, then take that avenue. But you are going to lose viewers because you're not going to have that Christian Leitner person where you absolutely hate that guy so much that you have to tune in. The funny thing with Clark is she gets the same amount of attention, I would assume, that Christian Leitner got when he was in the 90s. The difference is no one's hate-watching Caitlin Clark, aside from maybe some, that Ohio some, State fan. Well, LSU fans probably are, South Carolina. You get the fan bases that do, but to your point, she man, everybody it's wants to love. tune in. Well, because she's fun to watch. I mean, right. that's, that's the other part that she benefits from is her game is just fun. Right. It's exciting. Holy crap, is she shooting from half court, or is she going to up fake, go in, throw a sweet dime? Like, Caitlin Clark is changing things. And look, NCAA women's basketball in general, I just think it's 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 way ahead of where the men's is right now. I didn't think I'd feel jealous for this athlete. I'll tell you who that is next on The Fan. This is Dirt and Sprague on 1080 The Fan. All right, welcome back in. Uh, one of our listeners, don't forget, today's the first day of college baseball season. Yes, congratulations to all those who observe. Oregon with a nice year last year. Oregon State with high expectations, kicking things off uh, in surprise Arizona. Major League Baseball season around the corner. Pitchers and catchers have reported, and everybody hates the jerseys that are out this year. I don't know what that's about, but the, the jerseys. Verlander jersey? Have you seen the picture? Of uh, the Verlander one? Yeah. No. Yeah, you, you go I Google saw that. a Mariner one that doesn't have the patch the way it uh, yes. normally does. and people Verlander are really looks like he's got a rainbow. Really? It's bad. Mm. You think they change anything or they just say, suck it up, buttercup, deal with it? You're going to like this. Yeah, you're going to like it. nothing you're you can do. Uh, the Blazers' first half of their season, I know many of you saying, whoa, yeah, that's right, the Blazers are a thing. Their first half is over. They end it by getting absolutely drubbed by the Timberwolves in the second of the back-to-back against them. And so uh, they go into the All-Star game. Scoot had to jump on a bird and fly to Indianapolis because he'll be in that Rising Stars game tonight and All-Star weekend, and then we'll get things back. So we'll talk about that coming up at the top of the hour. Uh, I wanted to get to this. I didn't think... I really didn't think at this point, had you gone back to September, when Dame got traded to Milwaukee, Will, mm-hmm. I I would have been a little shocked and surprised had you told September Sprague that February Sprague was going to feel sorry for Damian Lillard. I didn't think that would be a thing 
and I'm watching Minis- I'm watching Milwaukee, excuse me, against uh, Memphis last night, and they just get completely outplayed by a a, a real mass unit and unknown characters in Memphis, mm-hmm. and they end their first half losing back-to-back games. Doc Rivers is saying out loud, we had some people here, and we had some people in Cabo. Dame Lillard this year, when you look at his numbers, his numbers don't look like they're all that bad. You're like, oh, okay. Uh, last year, eh, okay, per- drop-off in shooting percentage. Three-point percentage, it ain't great. It's 34. He had 37 last year. You look at this, this is where I notice it, the assist numbers. I just would have thought Dame Lillard on that team with that many guys, his assist numbers would be maybe a career high. They're not. He's averaging 6.7 assists per game. When you go back into his career, you'd have to go all the way back to 2018, 2019. No, you'd have to go back 2017, 2018 to find a lower assist output in his entire career. In the you know, and whatever that, how many years that is, mm-hmm. it just he, it's not going well. And when he has a bad game, and last night he had an awful game. Bucks Twitter man, they're not enjoying the Damian Lillard experience nearly how I thought that they would. And he doesn't seem like he's enjoying the Buck experience either. Right. Well, I think the other thing to remember with this is the amount of change that's happening. It's constant in Milwaukee. You started the season with one coaching staff. Before you even got to the season, Terry Stotts, the guy that was supposed to be, you know, there to help ease Dame's transition and ease Giannis's transition so that they can play together and learn how each one works, he's gone. Then you have a coach for, what, 49 games? Whether he was the right guy or the wrong guy, then you fire him. It sounds like, at least from tea leaves that I can read or – Look, you hired Doc Rivers to be the special advisor to the coach. Now, all of a sudden, you fire the guy, and 12 hours later, Doc Rivers is the coach? That seems like there was some backdoor deals that were getting made. It's shady as hell, and then Doc, after just one game, is he has to be the all-star game coach, and he comes out and says, I'd like to give this money to Adrian Griffin. I'm like, dude, I don't know if Adrian Griffin wants to talk to you right now. You backstabbed him bad. And it's clear. Well, it, I think it is clear crystal clear. The crazy thing about that situation, so they lose last year. They get upset by my by Miami. Remember, right. Giannis gets hurt, but Miami still pulls it out. Right, because he comes back the last two, I think. I think from a gambling standpoint, it's the biggest upset in NBA history. Right. It, it was a massive upset. And what do they do? They fire Mike Budenholzer, mm-hmm. who had won a title for them a couple years ago. Mm-hmm. Then we find out Budenholzer's brother died. And he kept coaching despite having to deal with the death of a brother. And they just straight up can him. He's the he's the reason to blame. I'm watching this team last night. I've watched most of their games this year because I love Giannis. And I want to see Dame get a ring. And I'm like, you know who would be really good for this team? Mike Budenholzer. Right. The wasn't guy that they fired. The wasn't guy- a defensive whiz, but damn it, if his offenses weren't always good. And if he couldn't have mm-hmm. Damian Lillard and Giannis and try to figure that out. And now they're left with Doc Rivers because they fired their other coach 20 games to the year. His points per game out, out uh, um, output, it's the second lowest since his third year in the league. And the only other one that's lower by .6 is the year he played 29 games, Chance's first year before having to get the abdominal having, surgery. Yeah. So it's just it's not only not going well for him in Milwaukee, they all kind of have a, like a miserable vibe to him too. 
When you watch him play with Brooke, we observed this a couple weeks ago on the show. Mm-hmm. Brooke is always looking like he's pissed at Dame for shooting and that he should be getting the ball. You watch big key turnovers or missed shots by Dame. Giannis kind of has this, like, I don't know. I'm not saying Giannis thinks this or has said this, but Giannis has kind of, like, body language that suggests, you're not the guy I thought I was going to get. Where's the Dame I thought I was going to get? And it just, it's been a really weird rocky start for them and the craziest thing is it's not like they're even that bad from a record standpoint milwaukee right now they're third in the east now they're a game and a half out from the two seed and they're eight and a half back of boston but it's just nuts that they're having that kind of success in the standings and yet you watch them and you go something's amiss here something's not right well and and i'm gonna keep beating this point till it's dead you have constant change. It took Miami with LeBron James, the best player in the world at the time, and then two top 10 guys, worst case, two top 15 guys, wherever you want to put Chris Bosh and Dwayne Wade, at the time of when they were playing, that's where they ranked on current players. It took them a year. It really took them a it full year. It shouldn't have. They should have beaten Dallas. LeBron, right. I think, got paralyzed by social media and the massive mm-hmm. moment and trying to be a villain, even though he doesn't have that He's in his not DNA. A villain guy. He's not a villain guy. And they should have won that that first year. But to your point, it took took them them a year, and and they win it in year two against a baby Thunder team. The only team that it didn't take them multiple years when you have this movement of a big star or multiple big stars is the Boston Celtics' original big three, the KG, Ray Allen, Paul Pierce. That is the only one, I feel like, where it didn't take a year or two before everything got rolling, right? And maybe I'm wrong because I am young. And more of a little bit of a hockey family than a basketball ham- family. But when I think of that Celtics team, it worked because you had the the dead eye from three with Ray Allen. You had KG who was going to do the dirty work down low. And then Paul Pierce was a mid-range guy. But now it feels like whenever you go and grab a big-name guy and throw him onto a team, it takes them a year or two to get going. Even as I'm saying this, I remember the Golden State Kevin Durant team, but that Golden State team had already won a title. It was already a championship team, and you threw the second best player in the league on that team, and he just works well with everybody. So if you take out those two outliers... That's an impossible failing situation right there. Like, Golden State, no matter who you added mm -hmm. to that, and then you say it's Kevin Durant, Right, they were always going to win, which is why people hated that move. Right, It was like, oh, cool, can't wait to watch you guys win the next blank amount of titles. Now, unfortunately for their careers, but for the sports fans not rooting for Golden State, injuries happened. Mm -hmm. And that's what derailed it. And then Draymond called Katie a bitch, and the rest is history. But I just, I didn't think, Will, at this point, I'd be feeling sorry for Damian Lillard getting to play with Giannis. And yet, that Milwaukee situation at the end of their first half, maybe they get it together. It certainly doesn't feel like Doc Rivers is fun to play with sometimes because he kind of calls you out. Mm hmm. It's just nuts to to see Dame play like that and to watch them look that way. It's it's not fun. I can't believe I'm saying Dame playing with Giannis is not fun most nights. And yet here we are, first half's over, Milwaukee losing on the road. Hour number two is locked and loaded. Blades' first half. Let's talk about it. Hour two, Dirt and Sprague on the fan. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. 
You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai. There's joy in every journey. It's the most anticipated WNBA season in history. And you know what that means. Court is back in session. Welcome to Queens of the Court, an Odyssey original podcast. I'm your girl, Cheryl Swoop, And I'm Jordan Robinson. All WNBA season long, we'll be bringing you interviews with star athletes, analysis on your favorite teams, and lots of hot take. Order, order in the court. Follow and listen to Queens of the Court on the free Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts.